G'day and welcome to The End of the Reel. This week we are doing Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I'm your host, Jared, and my co-host is here. Hi. Ethan. Yeah, Ethan. <laughs> Hi. That's my name. Man, I, I can't even get this song out of my head. I'm just, I'm just sitting here going, Hard Ticket, ticket to, to Hawaii. Hawaii. It, it is brilliant. It's a great movie. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, it's entertaining. I mean, it's terrible, but it is entertaining. It's terrible, but it's, it was... It's a B-movie. It was meant to be, Yeah, you know. It's not... Straight up exploitation? Yeah. You will see a lot of boobs in this movie. Which, but, but not sleazy. In a weird, unsexy way. No, in a sexy way. It's unapologetic boobs. I, 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 you know what it feels like? And it, it makes sense when you learn a little like bit. It feels like you're watching security tape footage of a women's changing no, room. No, 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 no. That would be, that'd be unsexy, definitely. It... The thing is that... That's the, how it felt to me, because usually you're seeing them, not, like, during sex scenes or anything, but, or them trying to be sexy, it's like, she'll pop into her room to change clothes, yeah. and, yeah, she'll just have her breasts out. For me, it felt like every single one of those scenes were, like, it's the lead-up of porno, of a porno to the sex scenes, but what happens is, she will go into the room, they'll have their little talk about having great breasts... And then they'll undress or put on their clothes. And then instead of there being the sex scene that would normally happen in a porno, they just walk off and they continue the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, though, it also kind of felt more like sport. Like, And this makes sense when you learn about Andy Sedaris. But like sport level, uh, like tits and ass. You know, like a sport magazine or something. Oh, because I don't know. he is what, a... I don't know what they're called. The director and producer is a... Uh, sports He He, he, did, he made guy. most of his uh, work filming sports or something. I, I and don't then know, he but... decided to make a series of... Uh, the reason explo- it... <laughs> exploitative the reason, Well, the reason it doesn't feel that bad, though, is sometimes you watch a lot of films where it's someone doing a movie where it's a passion project, and it's directed by them, written by them, they're the main star... And then they'll write in a scene where they fuck a prostitute. Yeah. And it's, that's like really, I don't know, it, like sometimes you're like, oh, they've just hired a, someone who, that's their line of work. production but, but then it gets really bad too. The worst ones are the ones where you're like, oh, this was just some poor actor who wanted to have a break. And he's like, yeah, I want a hot chick and I'll like fondle her breasts for like 10 minutes. And it's really awkward. That's yeah, like I never the bad, felt awkward... uncomfortable watching Exactly. This. And I think it's because he wasn't, like, he wasn't exploiting them. Like, they were in multiple of his films, and it's like, it's a film, I saw some reviews where they're like, what he liked to do, uh, this is what I really enjoyed, actually, um, when I was reading a review about his, one of his movies, it was like, oh, it's filmed in Hawaii. Andy Sedaris loved Hawaii. Yeah. So he filmed all these films in Hawaii. Andy Sedaris really liked tits and muscular people and all this stuff. So he had good-looking dudes, good-looking chicks, and they had tits and stuff out. And it's sort of almost softcore. There's a bit of softcore, almost. Yeah. But yeah. it's not, like, hidden or it's not, like, sneaky in. So it doesn't feel gross, almost. It's true. Yeah. But uh, let's then... Get well, we had to get... Now that that's out of the way... Well, it's, it's We can discuss the, the mood. multiple plots that are going on in this film... It doesn't there, help. It's not the first are, film. It is not the first yeah, film. Yeah, apparently this is like a sequel yeah. or part of a series. Uh, I don't think that excuses it. No. But uh, it's still there fun. are a number of characters who have their own 
sort of side stories going on at the same time. Yeah. And it is sometimes hard to follow what's going on. Exactly. It, it, it's... Well, the, the first main story I thought this entire movie would be about would be the uh, cancerous-infested snake. Yeah, the cancer snake. Literally, the cancer snake. Um, so th- this is a bit weird. I, I feel like the, the weakest point of this film was the setup. Yeah. The start was not good. Because I didn't understand who anyone was. No one knew what was going on. So the two main leads are DEA... Well, one's a well, DEA one's agent. And one is in witness protection, but helping her. And they're being set up... They're two blonde babes. Yeah. That's what they literally are. They the are the two, two blonde babes. babes. They've been set up as courier, like airplane carriers on yeah. this Hawaii island. Yeah, so that's weird as hell that... Just so once protecting a girl and, because on the island there's some marijuana trade going on or something. Yes. Oh, we did miss a little bit at the start where I believe at the very start of the film one of the dumbest lines I've ever heard uttered is said. Oh yeah. Yes, and that's I think Donna is saying how she's going to go do this witness protection job, and the guy says to him, "Oh, that's right." The guy's like. This is also our other main character. Why didn't you get in the water with me? Yeah, why didn't you get in the hot tub with me? And she says, I've got better things to do with my body temperature. It's that. It's just sort of that writing the whole way through. Yeah. Just these weird little asides. I, I would say it's normally better than that. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But they've been hanging out on this island for, I'm going to say, a couple of months. I don't know. They seem to know everyone. They, every, they seem to know everyone on the island and they're pally with them. Very, like, they know every... But maybe it's a small island, you know, small communities, everyone knows each yeah. other. Yeah, so they're flying into the island, they're dropping off a honeymooning couple to this but, secluded spot. Well, they're also dropping off And, yeah, dropping cargo. off a snake to a reserve. Now, in an, probably the best part of the movie, the intro credits, mm. uh, which were really sort of... Um, Selling Hawaii to me. Interesting. The, the credits are shown on these packing boxes as... Oh, sorry. This parcel place uh, setting up the different boxes and stuff. And one of them is the snake for the reserve. And one of them is a snake in an exactly the same box. Yeah. But it's got a big danger sign on it. And what we find out is that that snake has uh, e- been attacked by 50 cancerous no, it's infested eaten, rats. It's eaten the cancerous eaten rats. cancerous rats. Yeah. And um, now it's got super cancer. It's, it's got super infectious cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, which, that's... And, of course, that's the one that accidentally gets loaded onto their plane. So, y- you're set up that you're thinking, like, oh, my God. They're going to get stuck can't... on this little island. With the snake. They're going to be dealing with the drug runners and this snake that's killing everyone off. But what happens is they get there, they drop off the honeymooners, and you see the snake a few times, and the foreman the realizes... Escapes. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Not yet. Oh, okay. That's the thing. That's... The... It's still just it, in it's this It's on box. the plane, yeah. and they're dropping them off, and that's when they're, like, walking around, and that's when they actually see the drug dealers. Because the drug dealers, to stay inconspicuous, are using these giant helicopter drones... Yeah, giant... ...to, to um, drop uh, diamonds to each other. Yeah, so the drug dealer at the ocean, who's the big kingpin drug dealer, says he doesn't... He wants to stay conspicuous or something. Inconspicuous, yeah. So he gets this RC helicopter and flies it to... The island, which doesn't make sense because it's like it's not like a drone today. Today, this would actually be fine because you could say it's a drone because you yeah. can control it by looking at your phone. But it's like someone it is the a boat... gi- it is like a giant old hobby helicopter. Yeah, that you need a remote control for. So you need to be able to see it though. Yeah, that's what was a bit weird. But it 
flies by as the girls are walking, and they're like, oh, look at that, a helicopter. And they're like, this isn't a kid's toy. And then, of course, they take the diamonds, yeah. or the packages. They don't know it's diamonds yet. And as they do that, two of these drug dealer dudes, or druggies, what, what, what two of the, uh, yeah, two of the funnier drug dealer groups, uh, two of the funnier drug flunkies come up. I guess they're one the comedy whom, ones, yeah. Well, well, one's the overweight Hawaiian, and yeah. one's the skateboarder. Right. And this is when we see... Yes. Uh, the D- two DA agents fly at them with their cool kung fu action stuff. Yeah. So one ninja of- stars and nunchucks. Yeah. So one nunchucks the- in a way I've never seen. I think before. one has a gun. I think the DEA agent has a gun, right? And the other one just has nunchucks. And I think you mentioned it before when we were watching it. You're like, is she playing with nunchucks? Yeah, she's sort of flicking them around earlier when she's walking around. And the other one's got ninja stars. Nunchucks are a terrible weapon. Okay. Like, Especially against shotguns. They're just a terrible weapon, but of course she has them. So she uses them pretty well. Well, she doesn't use them as nunchucks. She throws them. Like, she kind of... She piffs the nunchucks at someone. Yeah. And hits them. And then someone throws a... a, a the star, ninja star, and that gets Get the overweight Hawaiian guy. Like, yeah. that's got to hurt. Takes him out. Yeah. So they're probably like, what the fuck are these girls doing with ninja stars and <laughs> nunchucks in Hawaii? So they manage to run away. They they sprint away. They get on their plane. They leave the honeymooning couple, which I thought was quite... Well, they're in a secluded beach. They just want to enjoy their honeymoon, Jack. Well, close enough yeah. that those guys were there. Right. Anyway, they get on the helicopter. Uh, they get in their plane. And this is, again, where you're like, oh, this is what the snake's going to break out. Nope. Um, they fly back home. It's all fine. The snake's still there. And, yeah, the, the, the snake doesn't get out yet. It's really weird. Um, oh, yeah. okay, so they get back to their base where they're going, oh, my God, we just got attacked. And you're like, yeah, you should be freaked out. And then they decide to jump we in should, the jacuzzi. Uh, we should get in the jacuzzi. That's where I do my best thinking. Right. Which is code for, and now we get another tit shot. So now we get a shot of the boobs. and In the jacuzzi. They get into the jacuzzi. Yeah. They... Get out really quick. Talk for a couple of seconds and they just hop right out again. What, what they talk about is the fact that they, they can't fuck around and they should go report this right away. And it's like, yeah, you probably should. I don't know how you thought jacuzzi <laughs> was like a good step along that route to like reporting this in. Oh, and then they go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, did they go into town? I think they might go into town. Yeah, is that when we first meet the football presenters? Yes. Yeah, so uh, one of the side stories is apparently there's a football meet on the island or near the island and these two presenters are there interviewing just random people. Yeah. And also footballers. The first we're introduced... Actually, I thought it was baseball, man. No, no, it's football. Football? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First we're introduced is... uh, this woman comes in, sits by the old guy, and he's like, oh, oh, I love you. You gotta, gotta do all this stuff. Gotta be great. And she goes, Jared, you practically raped me last night. That was yesterday. Don't think about that. It's, that's the sort of, like, humour this movie delivers. And, and she wasn't joking either. She, yeah. she looked like she was about to cry or something. And it's like, what the fuck? And, you know, the weirdest thing with that is it's like, you're like, oh, this is a bad guy. Nope. Oh, wasn't you nearly raped me last night? You practically raped me Yeah, you me practically last night. raped me. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, Jesus. That had to be one of the weird... That... Like, make him a bad guy. No, they're not bad guys. I don't know what they are. There's also well, these Well, I think they're string... recurring characters because what? the two DEA agents know one of them. Mm-hmm. Jimmy John. Jimmy John. Jimmy John. 
uh, who isn't the practical rapist. Oh, wait, J.J. Jackson, I think. So I was just looking at... Well, they call him Jimmy John. I don't know. Jimmy John, J.J. Jackson, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the crazy pillhead. And oh my god, right? I yeah. forgot about that scene. He, he's introduced by just sitting down next to these two people we have no idea who they are, explaining his daily pill regimen. Yeah. He takes one of the blue ones, which is uh, Echinacea, then there's the uh, fiber one. That clears you out like the Dickens, Jared. And then this one, this is my favorite, vitamin C. This will keep you going for years. Yeah, that, that made me laugh, vitamin C. That, that, he's got like... That's his, that's his one to like finish it off, his vitamin C. He takes, he takes like 10 of those a day. Yeah, he's, he's the crazy one. So there's some weird stuff. Let's, let's also introduce another asshole character who's a minor character there. How about the fucking the maitre d' or whatever? Yeah, the the wait the main waiter who is constantly going around talking about how great the women are and like slapping on the yeah. slapping them on the ass like sexual not assault. in an endearing way no. like even the other characters hate him. He was Quagmire. He was like a bad like a very pervert Quagmire who was literally going without around without the charisma without the charisma and it's just disgusting and he's going and he's meant to be this is his character though like at least this is one where they knew he was an asshole because everyone's like oh no because they were like. He comes in, he's like, oh, hey, guys, I'm happy to see you two. You, the, no, it's like the pair, the, 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 the twins back. He's talking about yeah. the tits. And they're like, oh, Jonah, just give us a table. We love you too. And I'm like, whoa. I think that's after they call him an asshole, though. Oh, okay. I, as long as the movie recognizes it, that that character is a fucking asshole. Yeah. And on this small island, you've got the two DEA agents, the two blondes, uh, one of the women waiters at the restaurant is also an undercover DEA agent. And the other waitress is uh, an undercover drug dealer. Yeah, which is or great. Great sh- reveal. Should I say she or he? he. Actually, uh, that, I, was... <laughs> that, that actually surprised me. I did not realize I, he, he, he was a crossdresser. That was till, great. Right till he takes his masks off and stuff. That was like the most convincing... Cro- not only was it a convincing crossdresser. Well, they didn't... Okay, they had a woman working for the drug gang. They didn't use her. They used this guy because he was better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the thing that's surprising, not only is he a very convincing crossdresser, but... He's an ugly... Well, not an ugly dude, but yeah, he's not a great-looking guy. Yeah, But he's yeah. a good-looking woman. You're trying to say he I'm was saying, better as a woman. I'm saying he sh- maybe he should, you know... He was obviously putting more effort in. If you cross-dressed and you're like, shit, I actually look convincing and really hot as a chick, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should just go around as a chick, you know? That's, that's how it's... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with okay. that. I'm just saying he looks better as a chick. No, no, I get you. Like... They're definitely putting more effort in. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I could. How I think did they, the bad guys figure out who? Oh, well, that she she tells she listens in on them. That's why that they have the diamonds. Yeah, yeah. So they the two DEA agents contact uh, their two guys, Rowdy and the other dude, Seth. The the two guy DEA agents who actually get shit done. Who are on a boat, and this is the first time. Well, actually, kind of. They're just relaxing first, on a boat. Uh, mucking around doing karate with each other. Yeah, and I mean they're wearing like kimono. Like working for the DEA must be so much fun. Wearing, it, it looks like yeah. a giant unpaid, uh, like paid holiday. Oh, it, I, I want to join the DEA. Flying this. around, getting set up as like pilots in Hawaii. You yeah. just wear your gi on a boat and you just do karate, and then someone comes up and delivers you a sandwich. 
which inside the sandwich is the note, and then you burn the note on top of the sandwich, which I thought was a waste. Right. I thought that, you know, I feel like they thought that was going to look way cooler than what it actually was. Like, I I think they were like, yeah, he'll deliver the note in the sandwich box and it'll be really cool and then he'll burn it. But what he did was he had a styrofoam box with the sandwich and the note on top. And instead of, like, taking the note out, he just lights it on top of the sandwich. Looked really silly to me. But they get told that they have to go to Hawaii, and they're like, all right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, because uh, they've found diamonds, and they've been the two girls have been checking out where the evil guys are. Oh, and of course, uh, Rodney and Seth, uh, they're both, like, partnered up, essentially, with Donna and uh, Jade, whatever her name is. So, uh, you know, it's... Stop trying to name them, Jared. They're, they're, they basically don't have names. Well, Donna, I remember, because that's actually the name of the actress as well. Oh, God. So, that's... The two blondes. Yeah. The two blondes are, are matched up with the two... No, they're not. ...dudes, essentially. No, they no, are. no, no, one of them is. Yeah. Donna and Rodney or whatever, but uh, the other guy's got a thing for the waitress undercover DEA agent. Remember? No, I thought That's a big thing, because she gets kidnapped. Doesn't she get with... The sports guy? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the other DEA agent. The, the blonde DEA agent who's undercover in witness protection gets with the sports guy. Oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> this movie's more complicated than it needed to be. We need to, like, mind map it out. Right? All these different relationships. Well, I'm trying to... <sighs> so now the bad guys know that the two DEA agents, uh, the two blondes have the diamonds. And oh, they go to them. I forgot. Yeah. The uh, other two are on their way. Well, they, they, then they, so they, so there's kind of two drug bosses. So there's the one. No, no, there's one drug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah on I, the island, there's one. So the, let's say the one on the island is now, he's like, well, we got to go attack them. So he I sends guess. his two competent goons you know to what? take them out. I think we just got the order wrong. What? Because he has to get shot in the face. Yeah, that yeah. happens before they arrive at the restaurant. Because they get to the restaurant and say, we, I just shot what's-his-name in the face. No, 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 they go to the restaurant multiple times. I, I swear the first time they go... Uh, it, doesn't already, the point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It all it, blends together. Well, we together. missed how the snake got out. Well, we don't have to do it in chronological That's order. That's true, but uh, anyway... So anyway, so they're, the, the, the two, two blondes are relaxing at home and... The bad guys, two combat goons, actually turn up. I almost feel bad about calling them two blondes because it feels like we're just like, you know, two blonde people. But it's like they are the two hot babes. I'm calling them the two babes. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll call the guys the two babes. Right. Right. Oh, <laughs> but uh, the bad guys turn up. They. Did they take the diamonds? Well, three of them turn up. So it's it's actually the Hawaiian dude turns up, or the big dude the, turns up. The main boss. Yeah. So the main boss turns up, but he just stays by the car. The other guy who got the ninja star and the nunchucks, they go in, and they kind of... No. Oh, no, you're right. It's, it is the other one. No, to get the diamonds, the two competent goons turn up, which is yeah. this uh, hardcore woman who gets built up so much throughout the movie yeah. and leads to absolutely nothing. And uh, probably the worst actor... Shades? No, 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 no not Shades. Uh, oh. He's just this Hawaiian goon who has like lots of lines, but he can't act at all. He's incredibly wooden. Oh, he's the really bad one. Right? You, yeah. You just ignore him. Uh, they go in, they tussle with them. I think they get the diamonds and they run out. They get one set of the diamonds. So what happened was they didn't actually grab both sets of the diamonds for the helicopter. One hit them. But <clears> anyway, yeah. they tussle with them. And then what happens is the... As they're running to the car... No, no, no. 
what happens the reason yeah. that they don't shoot the DEA agents and everything when they have them is that the boss outside uh, I think someone's knocked the snake thing so the snake gets out the boss sees the snakes freaks out and starts shooting at this giant snake yeah. they hear that and him screaming and they run out leaving the DEA agents alive yeah and then uh, Donna I think runs out and starts shooting and manages to hit the bad guy right in the face right <laughs> right in the fucking face yeah. Yeah, so they go away looking at their wounds. And now the cancer snake is loose. Mm. Now the cancer snake is loose. And as it happens, right then, is when the uh, airport guy manages to contact them to tell them that the snake is cancer infested. That's that's funny, because I think they take it rather well. Well, they don't care. Doesn't almost. she say something? She's like, oh, well... I guess that's someone... Not, that's not our problem. I think she says that's not our problem because it's gone now or yeah. something. Yeah. Someone, someone's going to come pick up this cancer-infested snake. It's really weird when he says, yeah, it's a, it's a snake, it's got cancer. And at this point, I thought it'd be like a monster movie with the, the snake chasing everyone while at the same time you've got the drugs going on. But no, that's basically all you see of the snake right till right to the end. Hey. Uh, the Honeymooners... Oh, on a different part of the island. Yeah. How does the snake get to them? I don't think they're that far. Yeah, they have to fly. Yeah, the snake goes to them. The snake leaves from that house, goes to the other part of the island, and then kills the honeymooners? That's right, the snake kills the honeymooners. Right, but do you, do you see what my problem is? Why, if the snake is at their house, does the snake now transport all the way back over to the other side of the island? I don't know. It's a snake. This Who movie. Cares? This movie. Talk about some blowholes. <laughs> so basically our two dudes, the two dudes turn up and they're at Hawaii and they're on a car and they're driving in to see the two chicks. There's nothing I've missed in between. I think that's when they There's do go to the restaurant. There's a whole lot you've missed. Oh no, that's when they go to the restaurant and then the dudes turn up the next day. Oh, you've missed the Japanese uh-huh. uh, sumo wrestlers, Jared. Is that that? You've forgotten the sumo wrestlers. Cause... Is that then? That's when they're trying to contact them to tell them they're not going to be able to pick them up. I here's the thing. I know the sumo wrestlers are there. I legit cannot remember they what end up. What got them there? Oh, oh, oh! It's because uh, the woman at the restaurant was meant to pick the two guys up at the airport, but she gets kidnapped by the crossdresser. Does she? Yeah. Well, that's why they have to rescue her. I feel like our times are totally off. I'm sure they she's are. not kidnapped yet. We're all over the place. She's not kidnapped yet. You don't have to do it in order. I know. I just, I'm so lost. Okay. It's because so, there's so much happening in this amazing film. She gets kidnapped. We haven't even talked about the two presenters getting almost fired how for using they, racially charged language. How did they go to the sumo place? <laughs> I can't remember what prompted them to go into this random... I thought they were doing the scope phone out. They were their scoping house out. is... Yeah, yeah, they were scraping the place Oh, out. the phones were the cut. phone lines at their oh. house were cut. Uh, so and, they're... and then they're scoping the, the, the druggies out. <clears throat> yeah, they're scoping the drug place out. They're and... watching uh, Shades play Frisbee. Yeah, so Shades is a bad guy with Shades, and he plays Frisbee every day with this girl who comes by. Like, this, this is the most bizarre... Not in, a, not in a friendly way, but he is... No, uh, in a friendly comp- way. Yeah, but, but he is... He takes... Frisbee very seriously. What the guy? Yeah. No, I just found this, like, bizarre. Like, I I wish this world existed because I would just go live by the beach and just, like, hang out. And a girl would come by and be like, in beautiful girl in bikini would come by and be like, you want to play Frisbee? I'll be like, sure. Let me put my Uzi down. Uh, he literally plays Frisbee every day. So they see him and then they need to go report it 
or yeah. tell the dudes. So they go into this random house, and it's just two dudes doing sumo wrestling. Right, and they assume that they don't speak English because they're doing sumo. And I really thought this was where an easy joke was going to be, but it wasn't there. So you get her trying to communicate to them in some weird broken Japanese, which at which point you're expecting the two guys to go, yeah, we speak English yeah. or something. Easy but they joke. just stand there, mute. And they smile. No, they the s- other one goes to use the phone. They smile and look at her because she's wearing a bikini. Yeah. That's actually what happens. Yeah. And it's weird because you're like, wow, that was a miss of a good joke, of an easy joke, like, you know. And instead we get another weird kind of awkward perfect scene. Um, and I think they're trying to contact the undercover DEA agent at the restaurant, yeah? Yeah, so then she gets told, then she gets kidnapped. Yeah. So once the bad guys realise, because... That's when we get the reveal of the I mean, cross-dresser. The, the cross-dressing woman has been listening onto their into their phone calls... Not by, like, using the phone that she is using and listening in, but she has, like, uh, like you know, the stethoscopes doctors use. She yeah. just puts it up against the phone, and she can, like, hear what they're talking about. The phone? What? I, maybe I missed it. You weren't watching that? She nah, did it a few I times. It. it was the weirdest-looking listening device I've ever seen. It's like suction cups onto the side of the phone. Anyway, so she's stolen, and our two dudes arrive. And this is awesome. As they arrive on the island, they get into their car. Right. The Jeep. The nice Jeep. It's a cool Jeep. Yep. They start driving into town, and that's when uh, Fat Hawaiian Guy and Skateboard Guy turn up to stop them. And this is where Skateboard Guy, why I call him that, is he (laughs) is... You see here, he finds them by skating upside down, so on his hands, on the skateboard... Just going down the street. Curvy, going curvy serpentine, down the street. Yeah. All nice and cool. And he just does the entire, not a little bit, but just, like entirely. Just completely doing tricks the whole time. Oh, that was incredible. That was really cool. And I, I think one of the dudes said, well, well as, as he goes the credit, past. There's a whole credit section, which is just this guy doing tricks on his skateboard. You know, it was fucking cool. Yeah. It was fucking cool. I, I'm not arguing um, with that. And as he goes past, one of our guys says, man. He must be smoking some heavy doobies. <laughs> and which, is, which is just... It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he gets into the car with the overweight Hawaiian guy. And, and then, they, then they somehow get in front of them again. Yeah, because they're going to take <laughs> him out. Oh, oh, he's also got uh, an inflatable well, sex no, doll not, not for this some point. reason. Well, and no, not no, no, he gets not into the car and it's with him. Oh, yeah, he picks yeah. It up. And as they're drive, uh, driving towards him, he gets out and starts skating towards him. Again. With the inflatable sex doll. You're right. And now shooting at him. Well, he's hiding the shotgun behind the inflatable sex doll as he's going down. And they're seeing this this guy coming. And then suddenly he pulls out the shotgun and kind of grazes one. And, and then the, one of the dudes who wasn't grazed is like, oh, shit. He reaches into the back and grabs and out. You a, think he's going to pull out, like, oh, a shotgun or a bullet, uh, like some sort of rifle. No, he pulls out this giant four-barreled bazooka rocket launcher thing. Yeah. Reverses into the guy, throwing him up into the air, and then he shoots him before he comes down. He shoots him in the air, blowing him up, and then he shoots the blob doll in the air. And then they're they're like laughing about it or something, (laughs) and they're talking about it. And as they're driving off... Oh, wait, did they blow up the Hawaiian dude? No, no, they don't. What happened to him? I don't remember him. I think he I does get in the... No, he don't... blows up in the helicopter, I think. I don't remember what happened to him. anyway, then they're going away, and he's like, a bazooka? Really? And he's like, yeah, I'm a terrible shot, which actually does play into it. Which, it, I apparently, I think that's like 
a, a character thing from previous movies mm. is that he is a terrible shot. And hey, it's like the only thing you can hit something with is with this bazooka. So he's like, yeah, well, I got the guy and the, the sex doll or whatever. And then the other guy's like, what about the skateboard? And he's like, must have gone away. And then you just have a scene of the skateboard just rolling down the hill. <laughs> and it was, it was good. That yeah, was probably yeah. the highlight for me, I reckon, in this film. was definitely that scene. Yeah. So all the good DEA agents meet up at the house. They have uh, sex. They, yeah. Well, they they realise that the waitress DEA agent has been kidnapped and they've got to storm the place to save her. Yeah. And they decide to do that by not just storming the place to save her, but by using Shade's love of Frisbee against him. Yes. So the next day... Well, we should talk a little bit about their sex scenes. Just a little weird bit. sex scenes. Well, because they managed to even make the couples in the show seem awkward. Because the, well, the, the two of them aren't going to have sex because... They're, they're not, not a couple. They're not a couple. And they've got their own couple. So they do weird shit like the guy says all he does is drink vodka straight. That's his Yeah, drink. they've got some weird non-sexual small talk. Yeah. And at the same time, the other couple are making loud noises loud in the sex. other room. And it's just them looking awkward going, oh, boy, they're a... Uh, they're sure loud in there, aren't they? But one of the sex things that they say, which is really kind of gross, the guy goes, I'd really love to suck the nail polish off your toes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh. oh, we get a scene now of the bodybuilder just working out. Oh, yeah. So the whole time the female goon has been built up, like all the bad guys are like, you don't want to mess with her. She's the tough one. She's yeah. mean. So there is a montage of her working out. With numbers. And, and she does look pretty fit. Oh, she looks great. Yeah. And uh, she looks really good. Yeah, I, so I was pumped. I thought, oh, we're going to have like, she's going to take out, she's going to fight the two male DEA all, all the male, who are the really big, good at Kung Fu. Yeah, the big or, Kung Fu guy. Or she's going to have like a cat fight with the two women. Right? No, I think I think it would have been great for because we've seen that one of the DEA agents is like, he's the big buff one, but he's also really good at Kung Fu. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I think in their moves... Man, I can't remember, so I could be completely wrong. I think they were pretty legit, or like, I think like terrible. he knew what he was doing. Yeah, but we don't get that. What no. we get is that guy facing off on some random goon. Just later some on. poor Asian dude who just starts beating up. Yeah, it's really awkward. Uh, the frisbee. They they decide. Well, that... before that, there is oh? one final scene with the uh, two football presenters. Oh yeah. And this, which could have been cut out. I, I feel like it could it, have been cut out. Well, it made no sense whatsoever. These guys could They're have been sitting cut down out. Uh, interviewing these two footballers, two African American footballers. Yep. And, and they're drunk. He, Jimmy John starts going, Oh, this is my favorite play of you guys. Could you give me some insights about it? It was great. And while he described, well, one of them describes it, he uses a racial slur. He uses the N word. Tons of them. And. No, he only says it like once. No. But uh, Jimmy John's. Just he just freezes, he's like freaking out, and it's like he's like, oh, we gotta cut to commercial, cut to commercial. He's like, oh no, we're gonna get fired, our careers are over. The two guys are panicking about it. Then the other guy runs back in and goes, oh, don't worry, the feed was cut for fifteen seconds. We still got jobs. Yeah, and that's it. And, and then the other side. What bit- was it? Was it meant to be? comedy I, I, I get it i really think and i'm pretty sure i'm actually repeating what i think red light media said when they did this one i which i agree with them which is this guy worked in the sports industry doing this shit this probably happened in real life and he's like oh i remember that time this happened oh, and, I don't remember. and he put that story yeah. in and he thought that was great i reckon this guy's playing off himself being like a 
recording the sports stuff in real life and was like, oh, I remember the interview. It went so south, but we just, it didn't, it didn't go through. So it was all fine. We kept our jobs. Yeah. Um, just so, so strange. Another thing too is the couple that got dropped off, the honeymooning couple. They're dead. No, yeah, well, they, they... They get killed by the snake, apparently, off we get, screen. We get a... I think this is probably the worst scene where it's like, oh, there's boobs, but it's kind of weird because it turns into blood really quick. She's getting, like, hot pictures taken of her. Yeah. Um, And then a snake attacks him, and then you hear a scream, and then you're like, yeah, they're dead. I think also the DEA agents find the dead bodies because they, they remember them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, the, the two women go and they find them. Yeah. They, they, it's funny because they completely forget, to be fair, it's kind of reasonable with all the stuff going on, like, that you forget about them. So they fly back and they're like, oh my god, because it's like, the snake hasn't, like, eaten them or something like that. It's like... No, its bites give you cancer? No, but it didn't... It didn't do that to them. It like ripped them apart. It's yeah. like their bodies are like strewn, like like guts everywhere. You're like, okay, and that's where they're like, oh my god, yeah. But anyway, so we're going to go and attack the drug dealers' place, the druggies. So to do it, one of them goes undercover. Well, <clears> he, to do oh, it, yeah. one of them goes undercover. He uh, dresses up just in speedos and he's got a bag with him. Well, he's got a surfboard. Yeah. He so. This is important. I found this very interesting. They all arrive at the same destination. In different in ways. different ways. So he arrives on a surfboard to the chick who's running up with the frisbee. And he's got his own frisbee with razor blades on it. And he's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And she's like, great. And he's like, you're playing frisbee? And she's like, yeah. He's like, I'll come with you. And they go meet Shades. And Shades is like, hey, private property, who are you, dude? And he's like, I like to play frisbee. Really? You throw, bro? Yeah. Let's you, throw. You, you throw? You throw, bro? Let's see if you can throw. Uh, and then, of course... It's he, weird how seriously they take as it. As Shades goes away, like, puts his Uzi down, he tells... He, sw- it, he, he tells the girl to go away, and he swaps the frisbee out with the... He does a homemade throw. frisbee he's made to it, take out Shades. He does do a, a few throws. A few yeah. throws with Shades. Good old, <laughs> good old Shades and throwing. And um, it is a frisbee covered in razor blades. Yeah, it's pretty... Yes, and uh, eventually he's like, you ready? And Shades is like, oh, wait. He throws it really hard and it cuts off Shades. Slices through his hand and into his neck. Into his neck, that's right. Kills him straight away. And that's it. That's all they needed to uh, storm the place. Yeah. And now one of the other dudes comes by car, I think. And then Yeah, it was like a G.I. Joe ad, you know, where you see all the different people in their different vehicles. Yeah. So it's like he comes in on the surfboard uh, the other couple come in in their jeep, and uh, the other blonde DE agent comes in, in like a light powered glider thing. How? What were they called? I can't remember what they called. Power glider. No. I can't remember. But it's like they, they didn't need to do that. Well, she's specifically great. two shades because right after that they just drive in anyway and yeah. storm the place. Yeah, they and oh, well, that's a thing. They're Taking like, out shades did absolutely nothing. Their whole thing is like, oh, they'll do it with surprise, right? It's not a surprise if someone in a paraglider, first off, loud as fuck, right? right is dropping itself. flashbangs on them. She's dropping flashbangs on them, so it, it's loud on purpose to surprise them. Yeah. And then they go in after the thing, and it's like, well, that was and pointless. Also, this is when we find out just how bad a shot this uh, DE agent guy is. Oh, yeah. Because he starts a shootout with the guy on the porch. The guy on the porch is just tearing the car apart with his Uzi, and the guy keeps... Popping out, taking one shot, and hitting the glasses next to the guy. Yeah. He hits every glass on this table 
but misses the guy completely. And eventually the other DEA agent just gets sick of it and just pops out and shoots the guy. Yeah. It is hilarious. Uh, So they're storming the place, that happens. Then we have our main dude, I I think it's Rodney, who's the buff, kind of... He's the more competent one, I feel. No, I don't two. think that was Rodney. I thought it was the other. Oh, Is it? You know anyway, what? This well, guy with ponytail. The and ponytail buff guy. Competent. They're both competent, but anyway. he They capture one guy, but the guy's it doesn't have a weapon. He's like, come on, fight me. Yeah. And it's like, they're cops, right? They should arrest this guy. Yeah. Instead, uh, the, D- the buff D agent who's good at Kung Fu puts his weapons down and starts... Like, actually physically fighting this guy. And he says... And the guy does not stand a chance. The guy is clearly not He's getting the shit beaten out of him. Yeah. And this fight goes on for a bit because we come back to it, and the guy, the DE agent, has now put, like, metal claws on his hands, and he's slicing this guy apart. It's, It's a really unfair fight. Like, I know fights where you can see if someone's outclassed. As soon as someone's outclassed, like... Comparing but, the two, it's not a point, fun fight. It's like, okay, so eventually he defeats him, and it's like, he's a cop. He should well, be arresting this guy. Yeah, he starts the fight off. The DE agent yells at him, life's a joke, I think then li- you no, die. I don't think life's a joke. I think life's shit, and then you die. Yeah. Or something. So like finally he beats the guy to a pulp. There's like shredded bits of the guy everywhere. He grabs his head, and then he goes... And then you die, and then and rips his head off, and like <laughs> snaps his neck. That's so good. I was just like, "What is happening? I, These are terrible people." I I also did just forget. So, with all their different quotes and everything, they have a thing like Andy Sidaris must have thought it was very important s- that they all have like catchphrases. Well, or I something. think the thing is that they tried to get in all the cliche catchphrases on purpose. Yeah. Like as soon as they could, if it is something like that, I can't remember them because I didn't write them down because I'm like, oh, there's I get too many it. one-liners, lots of one-liners. He does a lot of those. It it feels like a lot of his writing too is like he's writing what's happening in the scene that they say out loud. Yeah. It's like we're gonna go into that room. It's like I know you are. Just go into it. I I see that with a lot of also like bad movies that. They won't write a proper script for them to, like... It's not natural talking. It's what's happening in the scene that they start mm. saying. And that happens a little bit in this film. But uh, right at that, they, they find the waitress they're looking for. And yeah. the two remaining bad guys run out to the helicopter. Now, one of them is the chick who had been built up so much. Like, you'd seen montages of her training. She gets into the helicopter. They start to fly away. And the helicopter just gets blown up. Yeah, well, the dude brings out bazooka again. Yeah, they, they bring out the bazooka and they just oh, blow it up. There's also, no major fight scene or anything. He also has the bazooka at that point and finds someone, I think when he goes to save his girlfriend, who's the one who's tied up. He's using the bazooka inside. Yeah, yeah, like two meters away. Depending on who he's hitting, it either has like this tiny controlled blast. Wait, how does he kill that person? Because wasn't it weird? Which one? That one. I can't remember it what It was happens. all weird. Yeah. It's just very... Stupid. He blows up the helicopter as it flies away, and now they're like, "Sweet, yeah, time to go back to the house and party." There's no paperwork or anything, and you know. Well, the one in the paraglide is it? It's not a paraglide. Yeah, she heads off first to get home. Yeah, because she's already in the air, and the rest of them get. No, no, she landed, but she goes back. Oh yeah, the rest Uh, of them get in a jeep, and they're all driving home. And as they're driving, they're like, "Wait, did we kill the bad guy?" Yeah. No, we didn't. Where was he? He must have been going to. The house, for some reason. So then this awesome as fuck scene happens where that main tough guy 
suddenly explodes out the back of the fucking van. The moving van in a motorbike and drives off. That was... With the bazooka strapped to his back. That was awesome. There's a lot of awesome. That was awesome. That was so cool. That was just like, ah. (laughs) So I would love these films. These films are great. Yeah. Uh, so the blondie agent has returned back to her house. Yeah. Where she finds the main bad guy who was waiting for her. Right. And he goes berserk at her with his knife. And this yeah. is a bit dumb by her. So <laughs> she beats him and to a pulp. stabs him through the chest, stabs him in the chest, right? But then instead of her being, it's like, yeah, dude, you want to kill him or like make like sure. Tie him up. Yeah. So she doesn't do it. To so be she- fair, he looked dead. Okay. She goes off to clean up, and then... She goes into the bathroom and falls by the toilet, which is where the snake turns up again, because he just bursts out of the toilet literally, in this fountain of water. Literally explodes out of the toilet, breaks apart. Yeah. This snake, we haven't seen basically the whole movie. We had that one bit up right the, at the end. The, the snake's so weird. We have the bit at the start, oh, watch out, you got a snake. And then we have a few scenes of them, like, looking at the snake. And then we just have... The scene of the Hawaiian uh, of the Hawaiian couple or the couple in Hawaii who get yeah, killed, yeah. and then we just have the snake burst out of the toilet, explodes out with no lights. Idea how he got there, oh. what he's doing, whatever. And, and the snake looks at the dude. Well, she runs out and she hides, and the dude gets up to kill her with the knife again. Yeah, and basically starts facing off with this snake. Yeah. Which kills him in a couple of seconds. Because because it, it's a cancer. It's a giant cancer. The, the cancer snake. kills him in you, seconds. You, He's already been... His, his guts are already lying around on the floor. Uh, she scrambles out of the room, takes a couple of shots, blowing the teeth off the... Blows both of the fangs off the snake. It's a very fake-looking snake, by the way. This isn't a real snake. No animals were hurt in the making of this film. Yeah. And uh, as she's, like, lying on the floor, the... Uh, good oh, guy D-Agent so cool. bursts in with his rocket launcher. No, no, he... He bursts through the wall on his oh, yeah. motorbike. In his motorbike, bursts through the wall, lines up the the snake with his rocket launcher and blows its head off. Blows it up with a rope, which is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's so cool. Uh, and then, it, like, you're like, oh, that's the end of the movie. But you forgot about the bad guy at the start. Right? The drug dealer who was sending the diamonds. So that dude, you... Like, you seriously only see him on the boat at the very start. I'd what, forgotten about him. Right? Almost. Yeah. And then... So anyway, now we're in a car, we're in a limo, and they pull up to like again. D, being a DEA agent is apparently an incredibly lucrative. Oh, job. it's awesome! Yeah, I got to join the DEA, and all the DEA agents and Jimmy John, the football presenter, of course, is just <laughs> hanging around with them. And they go to this uh, building, this uh, business building, and they're like, "Okay, well, only us two can go up there. Um, you guys have to stay down here." They're like, "Okay," and they say something about. Him having a bodyguard who's a badass who beats people. I can't remember what it was. It was something about his bodyguard. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe he was a wrestler. I don't know. Um, They go up there. So it's the one of the male DE agents and the female DE agent. And they shoot the bodyguard pretty quick. Oh, yeah. They shoot the bodyguards. And they're like, okay, just come quietly. He pulls out a samurai sword. Right. That you think he's gonna like cut them with, but instead he he throws it at them. Yeah, which almost gets them. And then they blow him out of the window. Oh, they destroy him with their guns. Yeah. And it falls down and lands in front of their friends all on the ground, who who all look at it stunned. 
Uh, were they stunned or were they like, ha ha, classic? I, I think that's what happens. I start to like laugh and stuff. Right? It's a very weird reaction to some dude flying out of a window. Yeah. What happens if it's just... <laughs> imagine, sorry. Imagine if it burst apart and they've been sprayed. With imagine like, if they were just at like the wrong building and they just threw someone out. Yeah. Or maybe it was like something even darker and it's like, it's like, wait a minute, that's not the guy. It was just some dude who was like having a bad day. Yeah. And he just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's that's a great movie. Basically, the end of Hard Ticket to Hawaii, and then Hard we get Ticket to uh, Hawaii. Yeah, and then we get a credit shot of this skateboard guy just doing skateboard tricks. And it's this is a film where it is a so good, it's bad, so bad, it's good. It was quite entertaining. I the only thing I I will say is like I'm always unsure. No, it, it's not like asylum level where it's like, oh, it's really trying to be bad. No, bad. no, no, like, no, no. I feel it, like it's he, it's a B movie. He wanted it to be a good B movie. That's that's the key, and it's really fun to watch. It's a very enjoyable. So good, it's bad. Yeah, I I highly recommend it. I know it was quite good. No so that's a hard ticket to Hawaii. Oh, and it's got a kick-ass theme song. You, we forgot about to that. Hawaii. There's a scene at the start where they're dropping off the Hawaii. Uh, keep saying the Hawaiian couple, but the couple uh, uh, who just got married and it's just shots of Hawaii looking really nice. So this theme song they have created for the movie. Right? Oh, that's right. Hawaii is like a dream, but it's not quite that. You can find it on YouTube. Just look it up. You gotta look. You, you got I'll, Hard Ticket to Hawaii song, you'll find it. It's in the show notes. Don't worry. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for listening. That was Hard Ticket to Hawaii.